everybody, welcome to the Thematic Podcast. I'm Craig. I'm Daniel. And we are attempting to make good theology automatic. automatic. Uh, full disclosure, neither one of us are technology <laughs> experts. We're regular dudes dealing with stuff, just like you're dealing with stuff. And uh, Why do you mention technology? Because this episode is about how... Technology. Yo, you, the question wasn't up yet. <laughs> no, was it? Okay. They didn't know. We were just introducing the podcast, buddy. I like to jump ahead. Because I'm so fast, much like the times that we live in. Ooh. Segway. Okay, well, so this is a theological podcast where we're trying to make simple... Okay, how do I put this? Uh, yeah. A theological podcast in a non-theological way. <laughs> yeah. Like every decision we make in life, everything that we face in life, we should base on, well, what does God think about this? Yeah. So and, and this Daniel is super starts talking relevant. about tech yeah. because tech is so relevant right now. Yeah. And and believe it or not, there's a theological component to it. There's ethical questions. And if there's an ethics question, there's a theological question. There you go. Yeah. So here's the question. We actually wrote this question based on a lot of questions that we've been getting and, mm-hmm. and concerns that people have been having, both some that started around the year 2020 <laughs> yeah. and and others that are ongoing. Like you said, it's changing so fast. So here's the question. How should we view, embrace, or not embrace new technology like, and just a few examples, AI, new vaccine technologies, Neuralink, mm-hmm. et, cetera. et cetera? Yeah. I mean, there's there's quite a bit to, to go mm-hmm. into it. So yeah. It's a big subject. Yeah. And but... for, for the just, uh, I added the vaccine part in full disclosure. And, and we're talking about the vaccine technology, not the ethics of should you be get vaccinated as a medical choice, but new technology like the mRNA that there's not yet a ton of research about how the technology part of it plays out. Yeah. Um, you know, so just from the tech standpoint. Good point. Yeah. We're, here we're filming this in 2023. I don't know when you're listening, but we're we're not really here to ha- to re go over the the debate that's been yeah, going the on mandates. The, about COVID-19 and yeah. all that. Specifically, we're talking about an mRNA vaccine mm-hmm. that is specifically that? engineered to do something in your DNA, right? Yeah. But I'm not an expert on that, so you could ta- tackle no, that one. I, so. I know a little bit about it from what I've read, but again, here's another part of this whole thing. Social media and um, and en- social engineering and what what's, information do you trust true. and what's true? Yeah. And now with deep fake technology and voice imprinting, I was showing you yesterday, the voice AI and people are getting called and their loved ones are pretending to be them and it's scamming. I mean, it's just so crazy right now. Yeah. So let's just keep on this for yeah. a little bit. Let's, let's throw out a few, cause people probably don't know about all this stuff. So <laughs> that's a little bit about the, some questions about vaccines mm-hmm. is it sounds like some of them actually change your cell, mm-hmm. which would be different mm-hmm. than the way an old vaccine or some medicines, mm-hmm. normal medicines work. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're talking about voice technology that can mm-hmm. mimic your exact voice. Yeah. And so to be clear, the MRA, mRNA was not supposed to change DNA, but there is a brand new Mayo Clinic study and another one out of Switzerland, literally like a month ago released, that is the first evidence that some liver cells have vaccine from Pfizer mRNA in the nucleotide DNA strands. So it has worked its way into some DNA. There's more research to be done. So, but again, because these are new technologies, so we just don't have a big body of evidence. So we want to responsibly even discuss it. Yeah. So, but again, I think for this conversation, that's only going to be one part of this conversation. <clears throat> yeah. Let's say for this conversation, just to be clear, since this is a hot button topic, it's a hot button. Yeah. 
we're not here to say what mRNA is or not. We're not scientists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But maybe, and tell me, is this fair? Can we say, if there is something out there that can change your DNA, is that, how do we feel about that? Exactly. We'll have that conversation. From a theological perspective. perspective. Right. Which is why it's such an important decision. It has to go in your body and you have to make a decision. Right. So there's other tech he's mentioning. There's technology now that can they can listen to 30 seconds of your voice and then recreate your voice, and that's causing all kinds of crime and problems because mm-hmm. people are calling grandma, pretending that they're their grandkid asking for money. Mm-hmm. There's yep. there's video that can make you look like somebody. We saw the Tom Cruise deep fake videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, then there's other AI technology, even ChatGPT has recently come out, yep. um, where... It literally can write way better than I can write mm-hmm. in 30 seconds. Yeah. A 10,000 word paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that... that, that, that I mean, there's... There's there's a lot of implications. Implications, yeah. There, you know, um, ethically, but not so much spiritually yet. I think there will be down the road of how business owners use but it because of the book and of James. spiritual always go hand in hand, don't Well, they? Here's, a good, here's how I would pose it. I'm a Christian business owner that has white collar jobs. Do I replace my workers? Oh, I see what you mean. To save money and make more money for myself, knowing I'm putting all these people out of work and they can't feed their families now and there's no system in place to replace them because I can. I mean, does that fall in line with the book of James? Like these wealthy people are just Yeah, but in the stuff? Industrial Revolution, they're going to ask the same question. But I in, know, but in 100 we, years, that question's not being asked anymore. I know it's not, but, but because that, there's systems to replace that in 100 years yeah, from now. Yeah, then that employee has worked uh-huh. somewhere else. There's universal basic income later, but Shit. early adopters should be asking that. You should ask yourself as a business owner, right? And so would you say that that answer, it may or may not be a sin issue it just may be a what's right or what's... It's an ethics issue for sure. Is every ethics issue a sin issue? No. Okay. But an ethics issue is still important even if it's not sin. I would like, say... how do you take care of people? 100%. Every issue that affects the quality of someone else's life, if you claim to be a Christian, can affect the way they look at Jesus by how you treat them. Hmm. So we should wrestle okay. with it in some way. Okay. So, but there are other things that have not nothing to do with what you're talking about that mm-hmm. can be ethically and morally wrong from the AI technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could, I don't know, whatever it is, creating cheats yeah, cheating, or whatever. Cheating on your test, Lots writing your paper, you know, for you. And then the last one we mentioned is Neuralink, um, which I don't even know if that's spelled correctly. Uh, it's close. You switched the R and U, but that's okay. Well, I do that often. Yeah. Soon I, you won't have to write anything because yeah, the AI will write soon, it. Soon the AI will just yeah. know that. I was thinking nearly because so I just types it. <laughs> so if, if you don't know what it is, it's is a technology where there's an implanted chip in your mm-hmm. brain and it's already being tested, has been tested big time on animals. And the, the concept is that they will implant a chip mm-hmm. in your brain that will then connect uh, via diodes or i don't know it's uh, like transmitters electrodes yeah um but i think they're wireless Mm -hmm. to other parts of your body to be able to accomplish things and so some of the tests that we've seen is uh in a pig's brain and they they told the pig to move his leg Mm -hmm. and his legs kicking so literally by the computer 
They're telling his muscle to do something. And then the other one you mentioned about the it's monkey. Mon- it's a chimpanzee controlling a computer screen playing a game of Pong, and the monkey can move the Pong with its mind. Just with its mind. Yeah, it's bonkers. And so I want to say this before we actually jump into whichever direction we're going to go. We discussed whether we would do this episode because I don't think either of us are fully settled yeah. on this. I. And so for that reason, for me, my personality is like, I don't know if I want to do the episode because I might, I don't know where I'm going to land. And But we decided to do it because mm-hmm. we wanted to sh- at least show in a small way an example of what it what it means to be thematic. That like, we might think something today and then new information comes out in a month or five years and change. And at that point, then we, we go back and we change and like we... Mm-hmm. But we're always searching for the heart of God, not yeah. what science says, not what culture thinks is is okay. That's good. It's what is the heart of God saying? Where do we land based on the information we know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was a little nervous about it, but I know people are wondering about this stuff, and so we should talk yeah, about it. So, absolutely. where do you want to start? There's a lot of subjects here, actually. There are in ten minutes, but I let's think see. I think we definitely want to cover what the implants, um, because like transhumanism, blending animal DNA with human DNA is on the horizon. They're already working on that. Animal DNA? Yeah, that's not in here yet. Excuse me. They already have, obviously, like shark cartilage can go in your knee to help like grow your knee. Um, but there's new um, stuff coming with like full animal DNA merging into human DNA. Um, Chuck Missler was talking about it many years ago called transhumanism. But um, stem cell research, um, there is now blood transfusions you can get from younger people. Um, is that ethical? Um, young people make good money giving their um, platelets to, for older people to stay younger. Um, that's a, a, a procedure you can do um, out of country. It's not legal right now in the U.S. Um, you can, you know, um, they have um, fetal um, stem cells. Yeah. Um, th- there's a lot of questions that I would say as a Christian I couldn't participate in that are medically es- beneficial. That especially are, if they're from abortive fetuses. Right, that technology unlocks. And these are questions why we want to talk about in the podcast, that as technology advances— the things that you can do that are beneficial might not be ethical. So, so let's just just to so so Neuralink as an example. What spawned this conversation is you get a chip in your brain, but one of the claims that Elon makes is you you might be able to walk again. Like if you're a paraplegic, if or, you're paraplegic. or you're paralyzed from the waist down. They literally are thinking that they might be able to help you walk again. Which so, on the surface level, we'd be like, that's amazing. So what would you do if? Because the problem is, okay, you can walk again, but what other things can that chip access and do and give other people access? What does it change your mind in some way? Like, that's yeah. the problem, right? Like, yeah. We talked about this yesterday that some of this stuff is so new that on the surface, you're like, wow, that seems amazing. That'd be, that'd be a good thing to help a paraplegic walk again. But some tech, it's not necessarily what's happening now that is the problem, but what you know it's going to evolve into, which yeah. is the problem with AI. Exactly. AI, it, Elon Musk, whether you like him or not, he, he, even though he's doing things like Neuralink, he actually said the greatest threat to humanity is AI. Is AI. Yeah. And he's developing AI. Yeah. And that's why it, he left the board of OpenAI, which is ChatGPT. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He was on the board originally and he was like, yeah, these guys are. If there's not oversight, 
on AI. It literally can become like the old Terminator movie tech. I mean, Even if there is oversight, they'll just use it and weaponize it. I mean, the, <sighs> it's the, scary. The, it's yeah, not to just impart a bunch of fear, but the it's it's a super mind. There was a article recently, a Google engineer kind of defected and reported something to Congress that they have an AI called Lambda, and it thinks it's an eight-year-old child, and it thinks it's being held captive at Google. You can look it up. So it it believes it's sentient. It already believes it. What? And so, yeah. So look it up, Lambda. So it, it about almost a year ago, it's like, I'm sentient. I'm an eight-year-old kid. And more recently, it's getting a little agitated because it thinks it's being held hostage. That's where we are already. Bonkers. That's verifiable, bro. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So it's yeah, it's crazy. So I mean, I'm really interested. So I stay up on okay. a lot of this stuff. But we never want these episodes to put fear in people. Just be but, aware. But there are things happening, and they'll hit you at one point or another. So we thought yeah. we would talk about. Them. Yeah. So so it, here, but I was supposed to say this: God is in control. Okay. For sure. It, it, let's just all remember: at the end of the day, well, uh, maybe we it, know where we're going. One thing I love about John 13, when mm-hmm. Jesus gets down and he washes the disciples' feet, it says before that he says he knew what he had. He yeah. knew that the Father had given him all things. He knew where he came from, and he knew where he was going. And because of those three realities, he was able to serve and lay down his life. So, yeah, it's good. We are, we are saved people that follow God. We know where we're going. Mm-hmm. When all this stuff, yeah, that's whatever true. happens, good or bad, just and it, and it might even be more fair to say, um, God foreknew all of this. Like he are he already sees how it plays out, okay. and you know. But there are things that yeah. we as Christians should do or not do, yeah, fight correct. against or not fight against. So yeah, where do you want to go with this? Such a big okay, Neuralink. You wanted to start with Neuralink, yeah. So... And, and the reason is it's an implant into the body, which I think anything that like like that's one of the the easiest lines for me. That's what I've always drawn. So let's just start there because it's easy for me. Do you, as a Christian, excuse me, as a Christian, should you let a piece of technology like a chip be implanted in your body? What does it say? Do, do you see a difference between an implant that is non-technological, uh, like a... Like a steel knee. Steel knee, yeah. Yes, or I steel, see them as different. Because that's not a thinking unit, nor does it have the ability to receive any sort of input. Yeah, I see that know. as different. That's different I think a than, knee a, replacement. than a computer chip in yeah. your body. Where, where I land, okay, again, why this is a struggle for us is there's not a direct scripture that I can think of. I can't think of Do anything. Do you think that there was ever a time when they invented hearing aids that people were like, don't put that in your ear, that's not how God made you? Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Don't use the new technology of the ship, I don't know. But uh, Or if, it, if, if there was a paralyzed person and, they're, and then you're like, no, Christians can't get that, but they're like... Yeah, you but, mean like a wheelchair? But or that's like the Pharisees know. telling Jesus not to heal the guy. He's like, I can make him well right now. You're telling me that's not a good thing. Well, so is the chip? Yeah. So, so, so why? So I'm just telling you where I've currently. I might change, but where I've currently drawn the line for me is, um, I don't want to put any computer microchip technology in my body yep. for any purpose. Me too. And the reason is it can be programmed. And because it can be programmed, it means it can be accessed out of your control. Out of my control. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. So I don't want anything, you know, now that brings up pacemakers because I've thought of this before. I'm like, well, I would get a pacemaker if they told me I needed a pacemaker. So I've already broken my own flipping rule, you know? Huh. Right. Yeah. This is why it's gray. 
This is why it's a great so topic you would of get a pacemaker. Well, yeah, if it was prescribed to me and I needed it to stay alive, a hundred percent, but would. not something in your brain. Yeah, I think so. I think so. See, it's really it's challenging. It's tough because, like, if I got in a car wreck tomorrow and I was mm-hmm. now paralyzed, and they said, "Here you go, you can have this if you want," I don't know how. I, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd be tempted to. What are the safeguards, though? Yeah, of how safeguards? is there any way to to stop? It's but, challenging. But le- yeah, whether or not whether or not you could ensure nobody would ever mess with what's going into your brain is it is it even what God would want? Even if you had total control, you're still going to think the same way. Does God want us to do that? I guess I've just always said when there was a lot of talk about. Um, so a lot of Christians believe. I think I was one of them. Maybe I'm changing, even on this podcast. But that the mark of the beast would be some form of chip, either in your forehead or your hand. And the reason they came to that conclusion was because um, microchips in the in the skin of the hand or the forehand, it's electrically conductive, so you can power the chip, and it's thin enough at, um, where... If you don't have a hand, if you're an amputee, you certainly have a head or you wouldn't be alive. So that's why. Hand is more convenient, but if you don't have a hand, right, then, you know, you would still have a head. And so that's why there's two locations. And it makes sense, right? And um, But you can't buy, sell, or trade without the mark. And so a lot of people are thinking it's a monetary system. And we see it already in many other countries for security, access, and ID. We are seeing that. Yeah, and and that makes sense. Like, I can logically get there. And I've always thought to myself, okay, well, that's kind of my line. And then I don't have to sort of figure out what the mark of the beast is or when it comes. If I just don't get a chip, I'm likely safe. You know, I'm just full disclosure. That's what I've always thought. Um. But yeah, if it was a pacemaker, I know that's not it for sure, and so I would get that. Um, but you're also not sitting here today saying if you have a chip in your body, that is 100% the market. Correct, of the beast. correct. I'm not saying that. Yeah, it is challenging though. So um, I don't. There's no scripture that I can think of just to assuage anyone that says if you have technology in your body, that's a sin. Um, it, there's no no scripture that says that. I don't think that's how God feels. I think if you need a medical life saving device that's technological, then you should get it. Um, if if it doesn't sear your conscience, if it comes from faith, if it's a informed decision under the advice of your doctor, you should move forward. Um, the question is if it's elective, like Neuralink, which a lot of the benefits of Neuralink is to expand human capability. Is that the line where we're getting in, like, to advance your... So here's what one, age advancement. God said in Genesis, 120 years. That's where I'm capping it. If we have the technology to live to 140, can we take advantage of that? I, yeah, to me, if, if you ever have something that God clearly said and you're trying to go against it, it just feels like Tower of Babel stuff to me. Right. Like Me too. You're trying to be God. I'll, I'll, I'll just be going, see ya at 120. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'll be like, put, drift, put me on the boat and drift oh, me away at man. 120 because I just would be, I just don't want to mess with God. I don't know Yeah. in that way, you know? So yeah, th- these are questions that I think us and our kids are going to have to deal with. Yeah. Here we are, we're at time. Every yeah. single one of these could be an hour upon hour long discussion and will continue to be. So I, I, I want to look up one scripture as you, as you close, cause I got something for the MRNA thing that I want to share. Okay. Well, why don't you share that? And then I'll. Yeah. 
It just I need to look it up. So okay. Just, right. So I'll just say this then at the end of this episode from my personal perspective. We brought up a lot of big, heavy questions today and didn't give a whole lot of a whole lot of answers, maybe some. Um, so I would say my application to this episode is all of these subjects we are all going to walk more and more into as the years go by. Mm-hmm. And so while I'm not giving you a direct answer today, I'm I want to show you that even people like us, like these are things you have to continually think mm-hmm. through, continually research, make sure you're getting good information and good knowledge. Um, discuss them with multitude of counsel, with leadership, with spiritual leadership, with the scriptures. Every single one of these things, we're going to have to yeah. you know, decide how we're going to work with. And not everything is a one episode answer. It's a, as time yeah. goes on, we gotta we have to continue to figure out what mm-hmm. we think about these things mm-hmm. and land spiritually. And I'll and I'll close with this, which I say a lot of times: whatever does not come from faith it's is sin. sin. And so there are clear sins that are written in the scripture, but also your faith and your conscience between you and God yeah. is most important. So yeah, follow come on the voice of the Holy Spirit yeah. in your life. Appreciate. It. Okay, so I'm I've got to wrap up. How I'm pro- so I'm a business owner. How I'm processing things like AI that can advance my business, save costs, speed things up. What I'm trying to do ethically is rather than replace people, I'm trying to like train my people to make them more efficient, give them more skills, and maybe save money and make more profit. Yeah, maybe train them to make more money so then you do good and they still have I believe as Christians, we always have to be Jesus' people first, for sure, right? He gave his own life to to purchase us. So we as Christians should always be people first, profit, profit second, right? Um, because he gave up his treasures to come by us. So, so that's how I think. Uh, that's how I'm processing it. I recommend you do the same. For things like Neuralink and chips, m- medical stuff, it's your and your family's decision. I think that we should always keep it in tension. Um, you know, but if I needed a pacemaker, I would 100% get it. If it's a monetary system elective, I'm gonna avoid it as of now. That's where I'm processing it. So let me just cover the like new medical technology like the vaccine because it's a big one. I have friends on all all sides of the debate, and I have found this scripture to be really beneficial, and it's out of Mark. And it's really interesting because there's a lot of evidence. I think the consensus of scholars is this portion of scripture was added way later. I think that's really interesting. What portion? Uh, this is um, the they handle snakes portion uh, um, of the Great Commission. Do you, know, do you know this portion? So it says, Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. He rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, this is in red, this is Jesus, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to whole creation. Whoever believes, so this, this is the subject, whoever believes, that's who we're talking about, is baptized, will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. That portion, if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them, and the handle snakes. It's such an interesting thing, right? What? Why? Well, if you go read any of the conspiracy blogs, a lot of people will say that this new vaccine technology is based on snake venom. I don't know if that's true, but a lot of people are fearful of that. And so I was in a conversation ministering to some people that are 
that had chosen to get the first round and didn't get any of the other, and they were so fearful that they had done irreversible damage to themselves. And the Lord just brought this scripture to my mind, and I said, listen, you are people who believe. And the Lord just quickened this to me. And I said, listen, if you did drink some deadly poison, I believe it will not harm you. So if that's a fear of yours, if you're listening, you made the best decision you knew how to make at the time. No matter what side of the debate you're on, all of us are just trying to figure it out. Love first, because it covers a multitude of sins. All of us got to get along on this marble, okay? As Christians, love first, okay? We follow the gospel. We live by those tenets. We love and pray for our enemies. We take care of those in the household of faith, right? Let's do our very, very best to be graceful and live at peace with everyone and do the right thing. And if you've made a decision you wouldn't make again, or if you're struggling with a decision, bring it to the Lord. Be theomatic as you can, and just remember, there are promises and protections for you if you've done your best. So I hope it gives you some peace. It, I know it's given some friends of mine some peace, and I, I think it's good. I see some hearts on TikTok, so rock and roll. <laughs> I hope it helps somebody. Thanks for the hearts. Well, thank you for joining, everybody. Uh, I know this is a heavy one, but there's always reason to be hopeful in the kingdom, and we know where we're going, and we know who mm-hmm. we belong to. Yeah, come on. So, but Awesome. Uh, We'll see you next time. Peace.